Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways is how little our genes determine our destiny, mm -hmm. right? Which mm. was something that I, I wasn't aware of before talking to all the experts. It came up in last year's summit and this year we made it one of the focuses um, to talk about that because there's so many that kind of take the history that his, their family has as a reason or excuse to just say, hey, I, you know, I'm just going to have diabetes because... That's just what my family has, right? No, there's something you can do about it, right? Or I am just gonna, I might die of a heart attack because all my uncles and grandparents have died of a heart attack. So, you know, I'm just gonna eat what I like. But no, right? It's, it's, that's not how it works. There's so many, there's food changes so much in our bodies that we might not even be aware of. And we're just starting to understand, like, like what Luke uh, alluded to earlier, the epigenetics mm. discussion is so powerful and, It just shows how much control we have of, over our body and it's much more than we thought possible. All right, welcome back or welcome to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. Uh, for those that follow the show uh, every week, I apologize for not getting one out last week. Since the show started, I think I've missed like Christmas of last year and 4th of July of last year, just because I wanted a week off really um, to, to chill. And uh, this week I just, I couldn't get to it. This whole opening a restaurant thing is, uh, is quite time consuming. But anyway, this week's episode is bomb. Um, it's with uh, Luke and Toby. Uh, so Toby, I'm probably butchering his last name. Sorry, Toby. Uh, Toby Wahoffen and Luke Tan. So you guys probably remember Luke if you've been following this for a while. He's been on twice, uh, once by himself and, and once with his wife, Emily. Uh, two great episodes that I'll leave in the show notes for you to go back to. Uh, but Toby and Luke uh, teamed up two years ago, and you may remember I also uh, promoted their, their summit last year as well. But they teamed up to create this thing called Plant Fit Summit. Uh, it's the second year they've done it, and basically it's a 10-day online summit where they interview, you know, it's sort of a, interviews over the past year, you know, it takes a while for them to put it together, uh, but it's really a full year of work of them interviewing and meeting, you know, the leading experts, doctors, athletes, and uh, inspirational people that have just had transformations or taken their, their health into their own hands. Um, and the summit's all about how to reclaim your health, get fit, uh, energize your body, and, and, and live long. Um, so, yeah, second year, the list of guests this year are, is just incredible. Um, just from doctors to professional athletes to bodybuilders to people that have beat cancer um, with, you know, plant-based diet or... Uh, other means. Um, they have like the Tony Robbins of Australia. So they cover not only like um, plant-based, but they cover um, all sorts of other ways to, to make changes in your life and, and take your health into your own hands. So uh, really cool stuff. Um, but basically in this episode... I, you know, Toby and Luke are in a very unique position where they have, over the past two years, interviewed, like, the best of the best when it comes to health and wellness. Uh, so they have this wealth of information, 
Um, so this episode, I tried to kind of squeeze out the cliff notes in, in sort of the five or six key takeaways to um, living a healthy and long life. So uh, I hope I did an all right uh, job of doing that. Um, but just a little hint to everybody, and they, they talk about it quite a bit too, is um, the best place to start with this stuff is just eating more plants. Um, and it's amazing the transformation that will start to take place in your body from there. Um, but I'm going to be quiet and let Toby and Luke, uh, tell the rest, the link to, uh, the plant fit summit, which starts, uh, September 1st, uh, and goes for 10 days to the 10th, I believe, uh, will be, uh, in the show notes and, and below the little blurb, uh, of the show here. Um, highly recommend it. Um, it's just incredible. I mean, if, if you're trying to, if you're looking for the best knowledge from the best experts in the world, uh, you got to do it. I really enjoyed it last year. I'm pumped about it this year. Um, so I'll be quiet without further ado, Toby and Luke. All right. I got Luke and Toby here coming, coming, uh, live from Singapore here. Hi, everyone. Hello. So Luke and Toby are the founders of PlantFit Summit, for those that aren't familiar. And people listen or have definitely uh, are probably familiar with Luke's story. So, Luke, you were you were one of the first 10 episodes yeah, I ever did. Indeed, I was very, like, right, very yeah, was, right when I right when I started, I made a trip over to Singapore and you were you were I forget which one, six, seven, something like that. Yeah, it was it was just like a like I was driving past the hotel just a few days ago and it's like that's where I met Pat and I remember when we <laughs> we we were trying to look for a spot on, on that seemed Singaporeish to take a photo for the podcast picture and we found this random entrance of a mall and we said let's do it here yeah, this is Orchard Road and and look at where we are right now and you've you know it's time has just kind of flown and now you're close to launching your beer hole and we've got the, the summit so much has happened since then it's incredible man it's cool great it's to be cool. back it's very cool yeah 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 totally and then and then um we had you and your wife on mm. um for uh, again I'll, I'll leave the uh link in the show notes to those previous episodes but uh, so people that have been following uh, this for a while know Luke pretty well. Uh, Toby is your business partner in Plant Fit Summit, correct? Business partner, friend. Yeah, yeah. So that's better half. <laughs> better half in business, yeah, for sure. We, we, we couldn't do it with either one without either one. Exactly. So it's uh, a yin and a yang. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I'm just uh, thrilled to, to be able to contribute to this movement uh, and obviously being part of it and uh, here on your podcast that's just amazing too mm. for me it, i never never envisioned myself being on any podcast at all so it's really a pleasure to be here cool well do you want to uh for people that aren't familiar with you toby will you give us sort of a little little life background on yourself yeah absolutely um so i'm german so you might tell by my accent some can pick it up um and grew up as a son of a nutritionist and um, when I was 19 unfortunately so my mom had been struggling with cancer for several years and when I was 19 she passed away um, and we grew up as vegetarians eating you know like my dad grew have run organic food stores so we had pretty much back at the time what we thought the best nutrition possible at home um, but that wasn't enough and um, 
I always wondered if we could have done better, right? And before meeting Luke, so I've been vegetarian all my life, before meeting Luke and um, actually learning about dairy and the impact it could have and the whole plant-based science behind it, um, I didn't know, right? So today I know better and it's one of those things in life where you just, you'll never know, right? There's no guarantees, but I know from a nutritional perspective, we probably could have done better knowing what I know today. And it just, uh, that's also what drives me and why I joined uh, Luke in creating the Plant Fit Summit um, is to get the message out there because the sooner, the more people know about it, the, the more pain and suffering we can prevent um, and, and rather have an enjoy, joy, enjoy life rather than having to worry about what could have been or might have been. So that's really my mission and where I am today. And besides the Plant Fit Summit, like I'm an entrepreneur started a fitness company and that's pretty much how I met Luke. It's like, he's that buff CrossFit guy and, and I created, <laughs> created like a little foam roller, right? Because doing something I'm passionate about that helps, uh, helps people. And then we ask around who's the, who knows any fit people. And uh, before you know it in Singapore, you're going to run into Luke. So uh, that's how we met up and uh, we pretty much got talking straight away. Mm -hmm. And we realized there's, we're not just connected over fitness, but over a bigger mission uh, in life, right? Which is, help the planet, help people. And uh, the best way we could do it um, is to basically build the bridge between nutrition and science, which can be dry and boring, and what we're into, which is fun and exciting fitness kind of stuff. So um, that's how the Plant Fit Summit idea came about. Cool, cool. So it, it, a roller company? Do you have a roller company? Yeah. It's a foam roller, it right? So it's foam like roller, uh, yeah. for, for, for athletes. Uh, 10x active uh 10xactive.com shameless plug but you can check it out uh, <laughs> uh it's it's uh very unique some uh, so we got the olympic athlete dotsy bouch we got luke we got like a ton of physios using it um uh obviously it's it's a great tool but uh you can check it out on your own time that's not what the podcast is about yeah no no i want to i want to talk a little bit about it what okay. i mean what what separates it from like, I mean, there's a bunch of foam rollers on the yeah, market now, right? Yeah, yeah. So what's, what's kind of the separator? Yeah, so, um, so being a German, I, I, I first I went with a German company, Blackroll, which is super expensive, high dense foam, right? And I could never use it on most of my body because it's just flat. And if, like, if you look at your body, your body isn't flat, right? Your body has curves and crevices and your joints. So you don't want to put pressure on, on your joints or skeleton, right? You need the pressure on your muscles. Um, so we look for a form that is basically looks like a big peanut, right? So it has uh, what we call a cradle in the middle of two bigger balls on each of the sides. And that allows you to, especially for your back, for example, you can easily imagine that the spine would run in the middle while you want to target the muscle on either side. And that allows you to only hit the muscle rather than having pressure on your spine, which is actually dangerous, especially if you want to roll out your lower back, right? And then the whole hip, you can't target your, your hip flexors with a normal foam rollers without you mm. know, either doing damage to your groin area or whatever, right? So same applies pretty much to any, any muscle you want to target in your, in your body. So it's basically, you know, those trigger point balls, which are great for people who know exactly where their trigger points are and a yeah. foam roller, which is somewhat great to roll out big muscle groups, but there wasn't anything that does both at once. 
right? It allows you to roll out and it allows you to release the trigger point. And um, it's like, like it's, it's the most dense foam roller and it's super lightweight and portable that you can find. So there isn't anything out there. There is some cheap versions of similar form, but you can tell by them being squishy and you can bend and break them. Um, and uh, we've seen, obviously, we're close to China. Yeah. So we've seen those uh, fake ones come around Singapore as well, <laughs> yeah. but uh, they don't last. They, they, uh, they're just rubbish and they're going to... So it's, it's pretty much, it's a combination of a trigger ball and a foam roller. Um, and it does both functions of both tools at once. And yeah, I mean, Luke can share. He's, he's yeah, using it every day. It's, 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 it's German precision, let's just say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it was incredible because, I, yeah, I got the call from Toby, uh, one of our mutual friends, and say hi. Um, and I met his girlfriend, Roz, and Roz came and brought this suspect-looking suspect things. Like, try it, Luke. It looked, it was black and it was too, it was like a peanut and it looked to me like a sex toy. <laughs> And I was like, okay, let's see where let's see where this is going. But the thing was that it was it's like like Toby says because I you know I I, I, I don't like I travel a lot. I go to different boxes to train, and it's small enough because you don't want to be carrying like a, a foam roller everywhere you go. And and for me, I just wanted something of my own. And I use it. And I hit my it hits my hip flexors and my rotator cuff. And the density of the foam is really good. And I am pretty much at the gym, at the CrossFit box. I just say, hey, guys will see, hey, look, what are you rolling on? And I just throw it to them. It's like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. So, and, and, and you know, that's, that's, that's been with me and, and probably one of the best things that I've had, even just with traveling as well. So, so yeah, I think it's probably one of, I, I really love the foam roller. And it, I mean, beyond the foam roller, it's just kind of brought us together. It was mm. just like the uh, catalyst in that sense. Uh, of creating this relationship that we have, the yin and the yang. And I remember when me and Toby went out for coffee at Starbucks and we chatted about this idea because I've competed. I, you, I mean, I shared my story in the last podcast. I've competed with Plant Build 2015 and 2017. And, and I've, you know, I visited um, PCRM, um, seeing Dr. Barnard and got to, got, got to speak at Plant Pure and got to know all these people from the plant-based health and fitness space. And I was just like, oh my goodness, after being in interviewed on the Plant Pure Summit, so I was tell telling the, the interviewer, Ron Gandiza, who's a friend of ours, who's also on this summit, says, if only we could do like a plant-based athlete summit, because everybody looks at, at athletes as inspirations, especially with the, 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 the era of social media, where you look at athletes, look at, look at bodybuilders, look at professional sprinters, weightlifters. If only we could inspire the new generation with this kind of mindset, because I think, especially the newer generation, they, they, they may understand the health benefits of a plant-based diet, but they can't really relate to what Dr. Colin Campbell or Dr. Bernard says in that sense. Um, so it's how can we bridge the gap? Hmm. And, and I think once we met Toby, and Toby came from a quite a strong digital marketing background, and all of a sudden we had this idea and said, and I was actually a little bit afraid when I said, let's do the summit. And I was like, are you serious? Are we actually going to do a summit? I was actually fearful because it's just, a, it's just a walk in. It was just like unknown to me. I had this idea and, and I remember when we had our, our we were at the, the library and I called Toby and was like, we got our first interview. That was, was so hot. It was, it was just over <laughs> the moon. 
and it was uh, Josh Lejeune. I mean, I was con uh, con uh, was connected with Josh Lejeune just through the community, and Josh Lejeune lost like two hundred pounds, and he be four, he was four hundred pounds, lost two hundred pounds, and became an elite. Um, ultra runner and now is a motivational speaker. You probably know Josh Lejeune, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely am familiar with him. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Super cool story. So, all right. So you guys meet, we have vegetarian Luke, you're already vegan at the time, yeah. right? So how did, how did that conversation go uh, around the dairy portion of things? No, I mean, it, 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 there wasn't a conversation between Luke and myself on the dairy portion. It just Luke introduced me to the doctors out there, which obviously gotcha. we, we feature on the summit, right? Um, and did my own research and uh, obviously went plant-based after that and uh, feel so much better. So I had digestive issues for, for the longest time. Um, and the recovery also just improved um so it's, i played basketball competitively when i was younger and i have like chronically inflamed and calcified heels so they're not like the callus tendon doesn't just go down to your heel it's actually like a knob of calcification around the where it attaches to the heel and i uh, wasn't able to play basketball for many years um and ever since going plant base and doing my stretches with the roller both together and all of a sudden now i'm playing again i'm super excited <laughs> uh, so yeah, just everyone has to do their own research and try it out themselves, right? There isn't uh, any conversation to be had that can convince someone to go dairy free. And I think in one setting, but obviously we're here to share all the knowledge that, that we've gained through, mm. through the speaking to the doctors. And that's why we also are so excited to have like Dr. Barnard on the summit again. Um, obviously Dotsie Bauch, who is an Olympic athlete, who is sharing her story mm -hmm. and how she went plant-based and improved her recovery. So um, there's so much, so much to be shared on that topic. And I think for me, yeah. it's, sorry, you go ahead, Pat. No, I was just going to say, can you guys talk about some of the guests you have planned for this year and mm. sort of maybe some of the ones you're excited about sharing? Yeah. I think um, definitely like we got more like we were stoked to get Dr. Gregor knowing how busy Dr. Gregor is um, yeah. and and you know he's got his his tours around and, and, and he's always on his it was funny because when we chatted with Dr. Gregor he was on his treadmill <laughs> and doing his <laughs> doing the interview and half half the frame he, he kind of disappears from the frame and he comes back closer he goes back <laughs> from the frame and he comes back closer and he was just as you see it as real as you can be, and I think uh, we have, you know, we have Chef AJ who is just so extremely passionate. Uh, Ocean Robbins, and we've got um, David Goldman, who's a sports nutritionist, um, who's actually featured on um, Game Changes. Um, I think Dotsie Balch is on the Game Changes as well. Nima Delgado, so talking about um, his journey. And who else, who else do we have? We've got... Oh, we got plenty. So yeah. uh, what I'm really excited about is um, that we cover different mm. aspects of a healthy living in the summit, right? So last year was very inspirational and uh, basically science-driven, but this year we were practical, but we also broadened the net. So we have uh, Rick Schnabel, which is Australia's Tony Robbins, yep. right? So he's the equivalent of Tony Robbins in Australia. And he walks us through like seven steps to shifting the mindset, which is so important if you like whatever change you're going through or you want to do, right? Those are the kinds of tools. And that was great to talk to him. Mm. And then we also have, you know, like a different angle on nutrition where we look at maybe some more of the traditional medicine 
kind of things, right? With Terry Mosey. So she has a PhD uh, and comes from, she combines the modern science with the traditional kind of roots of what we know in, in Asian medicine. And that was super fascinating. And I think she pulls in epigenetics as well. Epigenetics, yes. So, so. these are areas which are just beyond the plant-based spectrum. And, and it's just incredible. Like for me, I think, um, I mean, <laughs> a friend of, uh, for me, like I, I got to know uh, through, through my years in Melbourne, um, Renee, who's, who's currently in Loma Linda, one of the Blue Zones. So she's a practicing physician in the Blue Zone. So hearing from her what actually goes on in the Blue Zone was incredibly um, uh, thought-provoking because, yeah. you know, you read the book, um, you know the signs, but for someone actually living there, actually treating 90-year-old-plus people and... and is this your... You can't even call it treating, right? <laughs> yeah. The 90-plus-year-old people are with her in the operating room being the second assistants in a surgery, right? So those are people which are just wow. incredible. Uh. And you hear from... You're like, you think that's impossible, right? Yeah. But then you talk to Renee and she go, she's living and working with them. And then she shares how just 60 miles down the road, the second hospital where she works... The people are 60 and they can't do what the 90-year-old's doing in uh, Mona Linda, right? And it just, it's just mind-blowing how that's even possible. Like, yeah. there's, the vicinity is just 60 miles. And it, both people have the same potential for the same healthy and vibrant life. Exactly. But just that little bit of changing in behavior, which, and which is she sharing all about in the summit, is it is just changes the whole life right and all of a sudden you have 90 year old doctors yeah exactly. they have retired yeah. and they just come back because they think it's the the, the, the young doctors need their help and it's fine yeah. right? <laughs> so that's cool so you guys not only like so this year you, you kind of added in some other aspects mm. that contribute to health overall yeah i think that's um yeah. that's really cool I think that's where we want to go with it because I think the plant-based the plant-based aspect is one thing and we all know the closer we get to a whole food plant-based diet the healthier and the, the the better we have our chances at healthy aging and and longevity but I think beyond that we want to see how else can we optimize our performance um and, and be uh, positive examples to the to the lifestyle and I think that's why I mean, although we have health like um, I mean, we talk about supplement, supplementation as well, uh, sports-specific supplement, because I think from the health aspect, they say, all right, you just need B12 and vitamin, vi vitamin D. But beyond that, you know, if we're talking about uh, your CrossFit athlete, your an ultra-endurance runner, what kind of supplement, because that's a different thing. So we want to try and cover very different and specific topics so that, you know, maybe people who aren't considering plant-based will, all right, say, maybe consider, because I think that's our goal to reach... Like for me, I've been vegan for six plus years and even myself, I thought I knew what nutrition was having done my certificate in plant-based nutrition, elite sports nutrition with um, uh, Brendan Brazier and Matthew Kenny a while back. Um, and I've just, I myself have learned so much and, and I like, we're just really passionate to get this, mm. this word and this message out there for people to get even just one nugget that they could apply in their life and just move them one step forward along the spectrum of, um, um, from health to fitness, uh, wellness or wherever they sit or even sickness, to sickness to wellness, wherever they sit in the whole spectrum. And it's just been incredible. Um, mm. so Yeah. Yeah, we're also very excited to have uh, a couple of chefs on the summit because obviously 
once you know the signs, like, oh, okay, eat, eat plants, <laughs> right? Okay, but how, how to make it taste good, right? So it was really great to talk to like uh, someone like Matthew Kenny or Chef AJ or uh, Fit Vegan Chef Natalie Matthews uh, to get their perspective on creating dishes, right? Not just going beyond recipes also. It's just, you know, some of the, because there's like a little mindset that, that they approached kitchen with right and that helps them to create really delicious dishes so that was that was kind of new to me mm -hmm. to talk to to chefs rather than going beyond recipes it's like okay so how do you approach creating dishes that taste nice and maybe even transfer your previously dishes that you loved with you know the meat and the cheese and whatever and actually make them plant-based and taste just as nice and uh yeah so there's a lot of passion on food on this summit uh which i think is great because uh people obviously uh, we all love our food and it has yeah. to taste good otherwise this wouldn't be possible exactly yeah for sure uh just just thinking as you guys were talking do you uh is there anybody specifically on like the mental health side of things mental health i think joel Furman actually talked a little bit about mental health I think and how food actually affects our cognitive function and how yeah. it's it's just it's just such an I mean it's now it's starting to be an area that's explored like that he he basically shared that you know in lower income neighborhoods part of the problem of you know crime and and violence is also because of the lack of availability of good quality clean food because what you eat is who you become so you know when you're eating food that's nutritionally void and it's high in pesticides and toxic chemicals that's obviously not just going to affect your gut because 90% of your neurotransmitters, I mean, serotonin is produced in the gut. So if your, your gut's not getting what it needs, of course it's going to have a direct uh, effect on how you think and how you function. So, I mean, and we were quite blown away with the, what he shared. Seriously, I mean, mm -hmm. just, um, and I, I didn't think about it, but now that he, he shared that with us, it's like, it just makes total sense. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, it's one... Yeah, it, it, it's one of those things right now, especially in the U.S., like that's a really hot topic. Mm. And with like um, uh, Anthony Bourdain and mm. a few other, mm. you know, suicides that have happened here in the U.S. has become really a big thing. And I often, you know, will get in trouble with friends and family when I say, you know, relate it to food mm, because people course. don't. Of course. Don't want to believe that it has anything to do of with course. food, and especially on the mental health side, even when you insinuate that it's lifestyle related or mm. it, or at least your, your lifestyle contributes to it, people get very, very uh, defensive Person. around of that. Mm. And um, so it's just, just an interesting thing. And, you know, some of the, the stuff you were just talking about, about how your lifestyle impacts it. And when you think about it, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, I know. Tomorrow, if I want to, at the end of the day, feel like total crap, mm. I know exactly what I got to do. Exactly. Right? It's sit on my ass all day. It's drink some beers. It's like watch Netflix. It's mm. like, you know, I know exactly, like exactly. don't get any sun. Exactly. Eat bad food, you know, and by the end of the day, I'm feeling pretty crappy. If I string together a week of that, I'm feeling really crappy. <laughs> exactly. So like, and then I know exactly what to do to snap right out of that, right? It's yeah. It's move the body, eat plants, you know, like get some good sleep, you know? So to me, it's obvious, but, um, yeah, that's just a hot topic right now. So that's cool. You guys got somebody, you're at least touching on that. A little yeah, bit too. We, we, we did. So that'll be, that'll be interesting for people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. So, like, you guys have obviously sat down. Is this this is second year? Third year? Second, second, second year. Second year, yeah. Second year. So, you guys have sat down with obviously a ton of people, uh, both in the plant-based world and just in the health world in general. Mm, mm. I mean, can you give us, like, some of the cliff notes? I mean, you guys, you guys both <laughs> now have, like, this massive, uh, you know, information and, and knowledge around this stuff. So... Can you like touch on some like high points in terms of like if people want to, you know, get their health in order? What are just mm. some some key points? I think for me, really, um, as the, the general consensus is the closer you are, as I shared earlier, the closer you are towards a whole food plant based diet, the better your health, longevity and performance. And beyond that, the rest are nuances because I think in the plant-based kind of nutrition world, there's so many ways of approaching it. You can have a raw vegan who says raw, raw is best. You can have an SOS, SOS-free person and you can have a vegan paleo in that sense. I know of some um, who, have, uh, who are on a high-protein, extremely high 40% 40% protein content from plant-based protein sources so there's these are just different ways of approaching a plant-based diet and and each has their own benefits and each have experience um, performance gains weight loss and everything so it's these are just nuances but I think it's really a case of finding what works out for you and getting all that information to find what works for you and it really depends on goals and there's no right or wrong in that sense, and and I also, you know, in my uh, in my um, having the opportunity to speak to so many, it's just incredible to see so many people that are actually mission driven and who are so sharp and bright and so passionate in what they do. And I think it starts with the food that you eat because I think a lot of it is eating consciously on so many levels. You know, whether it's where your food comes from. Um, the energy it brings each uh, the, the food uh, with, within the energy within the food but I don't I, I think it's also um, like I said eating consciously and knowing the impact that it has on the world and I mean speaking to all these MDs I mean it's just I've never seen a group like for Dr. Gregor just you know 100% of his profits of how not to how not to die goes to charity he does all his work a lot of it is free because He's, this is his um, mission um, because his, his grandmother was saved um, through uh, Nathan Pritikin's work. I think she was one of his uh, subjects um, during his experiments back in the day. And his grandma was, was part of Pritikin's work and he wants to dedicate his life work to his grandma to make the world a better and healthier place. And, and it's just like for me, you know, when you make that shift in how you view your food, it affects and it it, it affects your way. Your effect, sorry, it affects your life in so many ways other than health and fitness. It's the health and fitness, sustainable weight loss is just the top level. It's just the byproduct of, as you know, Pat. You know, you look at your. I know your own story. And, you know, fast forward to where you are right now, you really want to promote, really wanting to promote this lifestyle. And it really started as something as simple and fundamental as changing what you, you ate on your plate, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, just change, it just started with changing my breakfast. <laughs> and then, yeah, and, and I think, like, to your point, right, it health, right, for me at least, and I think, you know, this is the... 70th episode I've done here talking with somebody who's changed their lives with with a plant-based diet it starts with the food I think Mm. for most people and that's sort of like the baseline 
And then all these other improvements kind of come naturally. You know, you start eating the right food. You start having all this energy. Like you can't even sleep if you don't go out and move that day because you just have this buzz and energy through your body. And then you start to feel like more connected because you're, you know, you're putting the right things in your body and you're kind of like more connected to the earth. So you, you know, you get into yoga and you get into meditation. (laughs) It's like this, this, this spiraling uh, sort of thing that all, that all started with just a change to what you made, you know, to to, to your plate. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, one of the key takeaways uh, for me is really that, um, it doesn't have to be hard. Mm. Right. It's like everyone who, who's thinking about it and might be on the edge. They're like, oh, my God, that seems so daunting. Right. But you just mentioned you just change your breakfast. Right. It, it's like the whole thing might look hard, but the first step is easy. Right. The first step could be add some oats to your breakfast. The first step could be, you know, get it, get get a fruit juice rather than a Coke. Yeah. Right. Or finish and, your veg first on the plate of you right? know. it doesn't matter. The first step is so simple. And if if, if you've done it once, you can do it again, right? And then you just keep adding. It's like that crowding out principle, which I thought that we we learned about in last year's summit. It's so powerful where you just look for what you love already and take that one as the first step. And then you look for what you love as well and you take that as the second step. And before you know it, you know, you're eating better and then, yeah, the, the, rest of, yeah. the rest of the life just takes care of itself. Just, you just got to start eating, right? And like you said, that's it's also one of my biggest takeaways. Like, all the experts we talk to, they're all active. They all do some mindful practices. Not because, like, it just, it just ha- naturally happens. Um, it just, somehow the body reacts to what you're putting into it and the result is uh, overall healthy life. It's just amazing. Speaking of experts, so we were chatting with Joel Furman and mm-hmm. we were just talking about athletes and he just... He just pulled out his arm and he showed his bicep. Yeah. I was talking about <laughs> muscle and it's like, oh my God, Joel yeah, yeah. Furman's jacked. He is jacked, <laughs> yeah. So, so that was so- really funny. So, so outside of outs, okay. So, obviously, step one: health. You know, yeah. Eat plants, yeah, right? Of course. Eat, eat a plant-based diet. Eat exactly. a, you know, predominantly plant-based diet, right? Yeah. As much as possible. Outside of that, what are some other takeaways you've taken away in mm. terms of lifestyle that you know leads yeah. to health and longevity, according to these experts? Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways is how little our genes determine our destiny, mm. right? Which mm. was something that I, I wasn't aware of before talking to all the experts. It came up in last year's summit and this year we made it one of the focuses um, to talk about that because there's so many that kind of take the history that his, their family has as a reason or excuse to just say, hey, I, you know, I'm just going to have diabetes because... That's just what my family has, right? No, there's something you can do about it, right? Or I I'm just gonna, I might die of a heart attack because all my uncles and grandparents have died of a heart attack. So, you know, I'm just gonna eat what I like. But no, right? It's it's that's not how it works. There's so many there's food changes so much in our bodies that we might not even be aware of, and we're just starting to understand. Like like what Luke alluded to earlier, the epigenetics mm. discussion is so powerful and. It just shows how much control we have of over our body, and it's much more than we thought possible, right? And we have Dr. Goldner on the summit this year, and she 
she had lupus, which is something where every doctor would say, if you have lupus, you are like unable to have kids, right? Yeah. That's like a death sentence to you and the kid. And for whatever reason, you know, she was feel like, obviously she goes through her whole story, but for whatever reason, she's like, hey, I'm feeling good enough. I'm going to go for it, right? With, with her husband's support, obviously. And now, now they have a happy family and it's, it's just incredible to hear those stories. And um, it shows how, how much power we have over how our life turns out just by eating and living the right way. And mm. obviously, so food is one thing. Movement is super important, right? That's why Dr. Gregor does interviews on a treadmill, right? Yeah. He's walking all day pretty much. Um, also, we hear like like Renee with the with the ninety year olds. They yeah. go hiking every every weekend, right? They're in the mountains. They're out. They're walking hills and mountains. Um, and it, what I learned is really it doesn't matter if if you're an athlete or not. It just matters that you move. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And and last year, Lainey Mulrath was on our summit, and she shared that it's important not just to move at the end of the day and shift all your movement to one exercise block and say, Hey, I'm done. Right. I did my one and a half hours of movement a day. No, it's like you, if you don't move continuously throughout the day, you have your movement sections that already has a negative impact on, on your health. Um, so yeah, there's so much, so movement, obviously mindset. I, I and think, nutrition. Uh, definitely nutrition. And of course we attack the, um, protein protein mm. aspect which was obviously a big one for athletes especially and i think my takeaway for that was that really it's not how much protein you're consuming i mean that's that's a nuance but really you first things first you want to look at how many calories you consume nutrient dense calories for your activity level protein could be a little tweak that you could have later like speaking to someone like fraser bailey who's just a a beast. He's an absolute beast, but at the same time, the most gentle and the, the most genuine guy we, we, we know as well. But, you know, just hearing his, his perspective and um, really it starts with how you need to track how many calories. Because I think when you move from a plant-based diet, from an omnivorous diet, you automatically have like a calorie deficit because you're moving from nutrient, uh, a calorie-dense foods to kind of uh, calories that are quite... Um, uh, a lower calorie kind of diet and because it occupies a lot more volume in your body so naturally if you have like a, a, a steak versus a large salad you're going to be in a deficit automatic deficit of 500 to 800 calories without even knowing although you feel full because your nutrient and your stretch receptors are activated so the first steps first is really to track you know how much calories you're consuming track how often you're training a week whether it's five, six days, what kind of training, what your age is, and then you might get your basal metabolic rate, which is just suffice for you to just kind of live. And if you want to build, obviously you might want to be in an access, you want to look to prepare for a show, be on a slight deficit, but whatever your goal is, consume sufficient nutrient-dense plant-based whole calories, and then make your tweaks later because I think everybody tries to go into a plant-based, all right, I'm going to start supplementing, I'm going to start doing this and everything without actually going to the first aspect, which is nutrition first, you know, a nutrient dense, nutrient density first. So I think that's, that's my takeaway, uh, um, calories first, protein a little bit later. Yeah, so, yeah, and talking to that, it's just amazing to hear someone like like we have Jeff Morgan on this year's summit, yeah. and he put on a ton of muscle, like like ten pounds of muscle in eight weeks or something like that. So incredible, right? And he doesn't talk about supplements, yeah. right? I mean, he does, but they are a supplement. He says ninety 
percent plus come from food of his yeah. calories. So ninety percent of the calories that he consumes every day, they come even though he's like he's bulking in rapid time as a bodybuilder, they come from just eating the right way. And then the supplement is just that last little Tweak, piece. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. And I have a question. I'm curious on yeah. this if you guys have heard anything on the fitness side yeah. compared to like an athlete and somebody in a blue zone kind of mm. living that like sort of uh, low intensity movement mm. throughout the day. Mm. Is there a sweet spot? Meaning, can you overdo it on the fitness side? Can you overstress your body? You know, is a is somebody like Emily Luke, mm. you know, on her, on her, you know, five, yeah. seven, <laughs> seven hour runs, you know, 200 mile runs or whatever the hell she's doing. Like, is that, can you exercise too much to the point where, you know, you put stress on your body? Mm. It seems like, like the blue zone mentality is very of course, much like, of course, you know, walking and of just course. moving throughout the day, you know? So I'm personally, because I, you know, I'm, I'm a, yep. you know, active dude exactly. and I, I question that too. Like where is kind of the sweet spot and is there one? Like, can you overdo it? I, I think, Have you ever heard anybody speak on that? Yeah, it's, it's funny you say it because, uh, and, and specifically Emily, because we were chatting with Renee, uh, who's in the blue zones and she was just saying, sorry, Luke, but I think Emily is not doing any, <laughs> you know, not, not, not the best case of, you know, in uh, what, what compared to what the blue zones, ha because it's not yeah, healthy yeah, yeah. running hundreds of Ks a week. And for me, I mean, I CrossFit five, six times, uh, and do gym. It's not healthy, but really you need to, you know, for, for that's where I am right now. I think there's in terms of what Renee says, yeah, definitely what we're doing. We're constantly hammering ourselves every day doing CrossFit or running uh, a marathon. It's not healthy, but but really, it's, it really it's, depends on your goals because, for example, I speak for myself. I, you know, when I'm 70 or 80, I won't be doing Fran or doing any WOD. You know, I might have, uh, my, my goals might have changed. And I think it really depends on where you are and what you, where, you, where your perceived limitations are. Because you look at someone like Jack LaLanne, you know, he was fit and healthy and, and, and doing all sorts of crazy stuff when he was like 90 before he passed on. So I think everyone's different, but I think in terms of um, health and longevity, by by following a plant-based diet, you optimize your chances of having performance and health and keeping that equilibrium. Because we know that we now know that you know an animal-based diet, an omnivorous diet, accelerates the aging process by many different pathways, and a plant-based diet doesn't. So if you want to do what you're doing uh, for a lot longer, uh, as as you'd like. Follow a plant-based diet. Mm, cool, cool. So, so we got right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah. so we got uh, plant-based diet. We have movement, whether you know whatever end of the spectrum you're mm. on, from just walking and yeah. living a somewhat mm, you know active, active life. life to to your wife Emily running yeah. hundreds of k's you know a day. <laughs> Uh, so you have kind of the spectrum, obviously. So plant-based food movement. What are some other aspects you guys have seen um, that you might want to touch on? Yeah, so what, what does come up is the whole stress discussion, right? Because stress, which impacts the mind, but it also impacts the body. It changes. I mean, I can't even talk about the molecular level mm -hmm. it talks about, but that's, that's why we have like someone like Terry Mosey on the summit to actually explain how that works. 
Um, but the key takeaway from talking to her was that the body has a stress axis and that impacts so many of our body functions. And the stress axis, if it shifts in the wrong direction, all of a sudden it triggers you know, like epigenetics, you know, the expression of the wrong kinds of genes in our bodies that we don't want to happen. And obviously there's so many ways to battle stress, right? It could be changing your environment, getting a new job, but it also could be exercise or meditation or whichever other thing that works for you. But in the end, to me, it was really eye-opening to hear about the amount of, like the, the amount of impact stress can have on our health, because as entrepreneurs, we're always, you know, 24-7, 100% going nonstop. Um, and that's really a recipe for disaster long term as well, um, even though f the food and exercise can help. But that was, to me, that was one of the, the key aha moments uh, this year. Um, it's that, that one additional piece. And, and I think for me as well, like being, um, being in, doing CrossFit and living, living quite an active life, I think there's always like I, I supplement as well, like with, with BCAAs and, you know, there's, there's the, there's the health camp, which says, you know, you should go whole food plant-based. You should get all your nutrition from plant-based foods and then supplements, plant-based protein powders are bad. And then there's the other side sports. So I think to be able to chat with someone like Billy to actually understand, okay, what are your, what are your goals? If your goals are health and longevity, then maybe not, you know, you want to live to 80, 90, but if your goals are optimal performance and accelerated recovery for, for example, if you've got three events in a day of your CrossFit, you want to optimize your recovery in the shortest amount of time, then maybe supplements might be a... So to be able to have that perspective, because I think sometimes in, in the plant-based world, you decide, all right, the moment you mention supplements or e even in your case, you know, having a beer hole, talking about alcohol, it's like a <laughs> no-go zone. You know, it's bad for health. You should not do that. Blue zones, people... Well, blue zones, they have uh, red wine, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, th I think four out of the five blue zones do drink, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like it's I, like in that sense it's like a zero tolerance with in my 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 mind like initially it was like a zero tolerance to alcohol and supplementation so mm. so I think it's yeah and I think it comes back to like if you stress yourself out too much you know the the, the little benefit of optimizing to the hundred percent of the nutritional side is gonna put so much stress on you mentally that it counteracts that little extra 100% like you know like coming from 90 to 100% on the nutritional side is going to be a lot of work it's going to be a lot of sacrifice you might not go to beer hall you might not be able to supplement <laughs> you might have to give up on some of the dreams you have in your life right but like forcing yourself to do that little last piece is going to put so much stress on your life and you might not enjoy it that the, the emotional stress and like yeah. whatever is going to counteract and probably outweigh that that little piece that exactly. you're aiming for just because you want to be 100 percent perfect so it's in the end that was one of the takeaways is not it's not worth it to stress yourself out to the last bit right mm. if you go whole food plant-based and you enjoy it that's already like the 90 yeah. percent that, that you have to be and then don't worry about the rest so we got so we got um plant-based we got movement we got reducing stress, right? Mm. And I can say too, um, something I've talked about often is how kind of, yeah, stress can trump those previous two, mm. right? Exactly. If you're, if you're stressed, I mean, I know I've had things in my life coming up that I'm stressed about and I try so hard to dial in 
the fitness and the nutrition side to kind of combat that. And mm. I'm like green smoothies all day, mm, mm. but still the stress, like, you know, the, the bags under the eyes come and like the, you feel as though you've been eating like shit, yeah. even mm. though you're putting like the best in. Exactly. Uh, so it kind of, it kind of trumps all. It, it uh, so anyway, uh, so you get those three, uh, any other areas we can, we can maybe touch on. Yeah, I think uh, social life, um, which is very important as a support network, but also, you know, just obviously to enjoy life. And it's one of those key things that the Blue Zones also have. And that's also why we're so happy to have an online community of like-minded people. Because in Singapore, you might not have huge communities which mm -hmm. are plant-based that they can give you support or where you can exchange recipes and have some fun. But that's, I think that's, that's a huge factor um, and also that's why I'm so proud of the community we have online. It's just positive. There's no judgment. It's, it's all about helping each other. And that, that makes such a big difference. Um, and by now, the research is catching up to showing that social mm. interactions play a big role in how we feel and how, how well we age or how, how energetic we feel in throughout the day. And I think uh, just just thinking about it now, I think we in this summit we covered something that we didn't cover last year was uh, vegan pregnancy, because me and mm. Emily being new parents, um, I know when we first started we we weren't sure where to go. I mean, luckily we had the community and online communities, other other plant based vegan mums who kind of advised us in books, but but just to chat with um, Susan Levin, who's an RD for PCRM. Um, sharing um, about her journey as a mom, uh, as a mom and as a, a plant-based RD, a vegan RD, uh, to get her insight. And I think it's just empowering to know that Emily and I are on the right, uh, on the right path to grow, um, providing the best and the healthiest environment for Sienna to grow up in, but also to give would-be mothers and parents, because I think that's the next phase, because the whole plant-based movement has grown significantly uh, in the last five years. So I think a lot more people and new parents are coming to the forefront and I was invited to be a part of the Plant-Based uh, plant Parenting Summit, which was incredible because that shows that now newer gen the new, newer generation are starting to be more open and aware. And I'm talking about, well, not newer generation, but like new babies. So to have that knowledge for parents to to know that and have the confidence that they're making the right decision and knowing how to go about I mean, She shares a few resources on, um, and even a, a, a very specific book, which she refers her clients to on, okay, if you want to find out all about vegan plant-based parenting and pregnancy, check this book out. So, mm. so, I mean, in that sense, we try and cover each aspect. And of course, from a very macro perspective, talking to Ocean Robbins and, and um, the guys from Plant Based News, Klaus and Robbie, who've been doing an incredible job at just kind of interviewing the best in the world. And to see that this whole movement and, and um, lifestyle is growing leaps and bounds. And it's an exciting time for entrepreneurs and for people who are struggling with health, weight loss, to know that there is an answer. Because at the end of the day, we know the mainstream media is fueled by corporate agenda a lot of the time. And to have alternate media outlets like yourself, your podcast, summits like ours, um, plant-based news with their YouTube channel, um, to be able to shed, shed light on news in that sense, to empower people with the right knowledge and inspiration to, to know that health and, and change is really in their hands. I think it's, it's, it's amazing because 
there are there are big forces out there that, that prevent us from living and experiencing the best life that we can have and and I think it's it's uh, it's people like yourself doing what you're doing putting themselves out there each week doing your podcast <laughs> and for us you know working hours on end trying to get this baby flying even from last year and plant-based news I know they you know when we interviewed them they had the bed head hair going <laughs> so 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 they were literally like oh you know guys we're not morning guys but for them to actually they are they are pumping out so much content and and a lot of it is a labor of love because we mm. believe in something so much that we we want people to experience that we've what we've experienced and and I think, um, uh, you know, I, I say I'm, I'm optimistic for, for what lies ahead of us because there's people like you and I, uh, people on the ground doing good work to spread this message, get this message out there. And, and I think, I mean, in the whole essence, you know, the, the big, uh, uh, you know, this brings inspiration and optimism to what lies ahead of future generations. Yeah, totally. So that that sort of fourth component there, was community, which yeah. is something you guys are creating with Plant mm. Plant Fit Summit, which is which is super mm. cool. Um, I'm curious, just a thought that popped into my head mm. when you guys were talking. Where do you inmate? I don't know if you've spoken to any experts on this, but where do you guys stand in terms of uh, technology and sort of what it's doing, uh, both to that third pillar there, stress and uh to to the community piece of that it's almost like we're so connected but we're so disconnected at the same time mm. and there's mm. less and less human mm. you know real community you know what i mean yeah um I yeah don't know if you guys have no i think um like just anecdotal right because last year we talked to janet uh mira welkin mm -hmm. who who yeah. was diagnosed with cancer given six months to live um, and the, the main thing she did besides changing her diet was changing the environment, right? Which is move out of the city, go to a, you know, beautiful countryside that just make, allows you to live and breathe and be at peace. Um, and she attributed, I mean, obviously just anecdotal, but she attributed a lot of the recovery and the repair to having made that shift and putting yourself first rather than technology and mm -hmm. stuff. Right. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I think for me as well, like in terms of that aspect, I mean, I would, I would, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is social media because you know we are constantly um, connected, but at the same time disconnected from what's around us. So was chatting with someone like Nima Delgado, who's obviously a big, big social media influencer, mm -hmm. and you would assume that his life revolves around social media, and but he talks about being present. And for someone that looks up to, I mean, looks up to social, I mean, he, he has a strong following, but he says, you know, there are certain times when he goes to a place and wants to spend quality time, he puts his phone away. He gets thousands and thousands, uh, hundreds and hundreds of notifications, but it's about learning to be present and with the f being absolutely present with someone uh, in front of you. And I think the great thing about, you know, social media has brought us together in that sense, but at the same time, it's a double-edged sword. Because sometimes we, sometimes especially in so, especially for Instagram, people live for social media, and pre, uh, kind of create this false persona. But what we got was it's about being authentic, being true to yourself, and really connecting with the like-minded people. But also learning when to switch off 
because sometimes if you don't actually switch off and disconnect, uh, put your plane on airplane, uh, put your phone on airplane mode, you're, you're just going to be um, constantly wired. Um, and of course, being constantly wired, you're going to be constantly stressed over and a perceived alter, perceived threat. You know, we live in an environment where it's no more a saber-toothed tiger that's coming after us. It's actually a perceived threat of, you know, and sometimes it's as, as superficial as likes and follows. You know, people people look at likes of, oh, I've just lost a few a hundred followers. What did I do? Did I suck? Did I post the wrong thing? But really, it's not a threat. It's, it's, it's what we create in our mind. And it's coming back down to being authentic, being true to yourself and the people who love you and like you will continue following you and the people who aren't, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, social media isn't real, you know, in that sense, they aren't real friends that you like to hang out with anyway. Have we covered all the, I, I all the gamuts? So. Th- are, mi- are we missing anything you guys want to add? Um, so I, what, what I think uh, we could add is, um, to me, I mean, I'm not an athlete like Luke, right? So I find it absolutely amazing and fascinating what's possible on a plant-based diet and even without supplements, right? And having someone like uh, Rebecca Sony, who is like a, you know, like a six-time Olympian, set several world records in her career, you know, broke broke a certain like like in running there is that four minute mile that was broken, so she broke a perceived limit for she was the first woman to swim 200 meter under a certain time and and prove that it's possible and to talk to someone like that is just it's just amazing and she's so down to earth Mm. and she goes through her rituals her routines her mindset and how she approaches it without stressing herself out too much and that was just amazing um to be able to share Mm. a perspective that isn't just science-based but it's purely on grit grit and, yeah. and and you know like having a goal in life and putting your all to it um and that was that was amazing yeah. and it was just something as simple as you know for her to actually break that world record she who you was using running through her mind an affirmation i can't remember what that specific affirmation was i think it was something like i'm gonna butcher it like i'm i'm not sure how i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna do it anyway Along, along those lines. And that just kept running through her mind as she was swimming. And it was tough. But she got up and she thought she didn't swim very well. Yeah. And next thing she looked up, she broke the record. So to hear it, f- hear it firsthand from a very decorated um, Olympic athlete. And then also for her to actually share that she wasn't plant-based or vegan back then. And she, in that sense, now she's experienced. Now she is. She's, she's experienced significant change as she wondered what would have happened to her performance if she was plant-based back then. She, who knows? Mm-hmm. Because Dotsie Bausch, her performance spiked when she went 100% plant-based vegan. So for, for Rebecca Sony now to think back like, what if? It's just really, really interesting for someone that already kind of got the glitz and glamour and st- stood on the podium and just wonder... How could I have done better if I was on this lifestyle? It's it's incredible. Yeah, and to hear yeah. like, like Dotsie was a, a cyclist, right? For those who don't know, uh, and obviously in cycling there is doping, suspicion left and right. 
So, so when she went plant-based, she was already yeah. at the tail end of her career, right? Coaches told her she isn't Olympic material anymore. And all of a sudden, her performance spiked after going plant-based. All the teammates, and they're like, what are you on, right? There's like, that's this yeah. automatic suspicion, right? Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm just eating plants, right? And then uh, like for her to walk everyone through the story and, you know, like to, to share her training tips and, 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 and how to also yeah. answer questions or persevere through, you know, like suspicion or naysayers and whatnot it's just amazing and then she was the oldest olympian to stand on the podium in her discipline and to have someone like that on the summit as well it's just it's so incredible for for someone like normal like us that because the lessons learned apply to anyone and regardless of what our life's goals are totally totally well i'm i'm fired up <laughs> for for the summit like you guys have some you guys are dropping names right yeah now, you know yeah, that, that's yeah. cool you guys get some that's some really cool. I guess uh, I get maybe two more questions for you, and then we'll, we'll try sure. to wrap it up. We're getting—I think—we're getting close to an hour here. For mm. sure. Um, um, if you have, you have to choose one. Okay. Hypothetically, here you have to choose one—the most amazing health transformation of, of all the people you've you've interviewed. If you had to pick one. Uh, I, I, w I wanted to say, I always say Josh, I'll, I'll say, I'll say actually Janet as well, because Janet Maria Wakelin, if all the people that I've interviewed and, and you know, she's a friend of ours is like, I, I met her very, she's a close friend of ours because we're based in Australia, Melbourne and to hear her story, um, you know, given, given six months to live, um, and and of course, it's like a death sentence, and any anybody and everybody would would done. You know, I remember back in the day, um, if if my parents got that, they were just kind of all right. Let's just get my will done. But she didn't, and she in fact changed her whole lifestyle around. And subsequently, after that, um, she in two thousand and thirteen, I think she ran three hundred and sixty six marathons in three hundred and sixty six days with her husband in their sixties. Oh my god! So, I didn't know that part. Of yeah, that. so so that was incredible, and and they they actually now have a feature film, Raw, the documentary about their life, and they are just incredibly genuine and kind and generous people. Like I know them, and and um, and that's I think twelve or thirteen years. I can't remember how many years. About more than a decade ago, that was their that diagnosis. And it's just so powerful to know that, you know, um, that it is possible and you don't have to, to succumb yourself to the traditional medical system and, and to be able to, to, I mean, this is, that could be an, I mean, it could be an isolate. I'm not saying to go plant-based. I don't want to even go that path, but to hear that story is just. I am Luke. Yeah. I am saying that. <laughs> I'll I'll take the heat. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Off the hook. <laughs> so, so, but, but oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that was, that was probably my, my big one because yeah. I, and, and of course, Josh Lajoni, I'm not sure whether uh, Toby might share, but yeah, for me, that will be the, the one. Yeah. yeah cool. um, there's, there's so many and it's, it's hard to pick one. Um, so last year, Janet and Josh blew the roof off. This year as well, we have incredible stories. I already shared uh, Brooke Goldner, um, very, very inspiring. But what really um, stands out for me is like the normal people, right? Who aren't doctors, who aren't athletes. And uh, this year we have Ron Gandiza on the summit, who is 
just a bubbly, nice, the nicest guy from Hawaii, right? He's in a music band and obviously he, he worked for Plant Pure and, and um, he shares how he had, was, he had gout and the whole body was inflamed and she, he was like bedridden for seven months. So like pretty much couldn't move. And within four weeks, he's not just moving, right? He, he's walking without a cane. And, and so, so, and then he just shares how his love for food actually is amplified on a plant-based diet, right? He, like when he, 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 you know, like on Hawaii, apparently it's very much meat-driven, you know, they eat spam, whatnot. And he never thought he would be enjoying Tofu and Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, like he just lives, like, he's so vibrant. And he, he loves the food now even more than any other food that he loved back then. And it's actually one of the main drivers for him. It's just the enjoy, the joy of life and food that comes with going plant-based just because your taste bud adjusts and all of a sudden everything tastes nice, right? It's just, a, mm. it's just amazing to hear from someone going like, like, a, like a somewhat normal, relatable person um, to go through, through those changes and share, share his passion. Um, and now as a crusader for the movement. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, totally, yeah, and I think, you know, 99.9% .9 of people are normal people, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, which is in, obviously, like, the athletes and all that is all, in the doctors and all that is awesome because it, it kind of gives you the, okay, if they can do it and perform mm. that way, then, like, anybody can do it, mm, right? Exactly. Um, it'll work for anybody if they're if they're eating that way and they're performing at that level, so... I see kind of the importance yeah, of both exactly, uh, having exactly. the relatable person exactly. and, and sort of the athlete. Um, all right. I got, I got one more, um, for somebody listening that wants to get their health on the right track. One thing tomorrow morning that they can do. Maybe each of you can, can pick one. What would you say? I, I think for me, the, the first... Besi besides tune in to Plant Pit Summit. Well, besides tune in... Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a big one. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a given. But I think for me, yeah. for me, really, it's just to decide. I think the first step to change is making a decision because we can sit on all the fence and give ourselves excuses for whatever might happen or wouldn't happen. Or, and for me, I, I, thought, I, I looked at my journey when... Uh, to be honest, when I, I turned vegan overnight um, for ethical reasons, I was actually afraid. You know, I wasn't. I was. I was afraid that I was going to wither away. My, I was going to lose my muscle mass. I was an omnivore bodybuilder back then. But I think that decision and 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 really making uh, once you make a strong and firm decision, you'll make it work. You'll find out somehow somehow whether it's a recipe. Okay, well, like you said, maybe start with breakfast. I'm going to decide. To start with breakfast first, I'm going to decide to have that extra. I'm going to start decide to have that plate of veggies first before my steak, and I'm going to decide to have just one green smoothie a day. Nothing else. Make the decision and commit to it, and that becomes your new normal. And when that, that becomes your new normal, and then you can decide. Okay, now I've. It's just like running your first five k. Okay, I run five k already. Now I've run five k. Let's go for ten k. And you kind of keep pushing the envelope, but it always starts with decision. And once you make that decision, you know, you, you kind of take, take it step by step and, and don't rush the process, I would say. I think that will be my first Yeah, one. yeah, my um, similar, right? Um, I would say, you know, create small victories. 
Mm. Um, and small victories is like what we talked earlier. It could just be, you know, I'm going to add oats to my frosted cornflakes. So I'm eating less of the frosted cornflakes and a little bit more of the oats. And, and actually acknowledge that rather than beating yourself up that you haven't gone 100% yet, acknowledge that you've taken that step and celebrate it, right? And it's, it's a way to build momentum is having those small victories. It's like, and being able to, you know, just say, I'm going to work out once a week and then actually work out once a week. That, this, that enough by itself is a victory, right? And you, you gain trust in yourself that way as well, right? If you promise yourself something and you actually fulfill it, you're going to gain trust in you. You can actually set yourself higher goals because you've proven to yourself over those small victories that you are ready for the next step. And then maybe the next step is the 5K because you've known, okay, I actually started moving. So why not? I'm going to sign up for a 5K because now I believe in myself enough that I'm actually going to do it rather than, you know, go haywire from one moment to the next. I'm going to run 5K and then you, the doubt is going to come in immediately and you're going to mm. self-sabotage. But if you build those small victories, you're going to build up the self-belief that you can do what you want to do and then you set a higher goal and then you actually can, can follow through. So I think the decision and then being strategic somewhat in building small victories and trusting yourself, um, that's going to be, that's going to make all the difference in your life. And I'm just going to awesome. add one, add one quick one, um, this ask for help. You know, I think there are a lot of people that are success, successful and thriving, but you know, when you never, I, I believe that for your listeners out there, if you're wanting to make a switch, you're never alone. Because uh, we, we live in, in an era where, you know, we, it's just you know, there's Facebook groups, um, groups within your own community. Just ask and reach out and people who are on the lifestyle are ever ready to help and support your own journey. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So before we sign off, can you guys just uh, tell us when Plan Fit Summit's happening, where people can find it, where they can find you on social media, all that good stuff? Yeah, easy. Uh, this, the PlantFit Summit is on plantfitsummit.com or you might find a link next to this episode and um, it happens on September 1st, so not too far away and there's going to be some, some bonus material that we release a bit early to, this, to the launch, so the earlier you sign up, the better and it's going to be really exciting and obviously I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Luke share on our group, the Facebook group, because he just mentioned the support and asking for help. Mm. So in terms of um, Facebook, uh, on Facebook, it's we are under Plant Fit Movement and our group is Plant Fit Movement as well. And our Instagram is Plant Fit Movement as well. <laughs> so so no, no guesses there. But yeah, I mean, um, we're on the group and, you know, we've got a few um, good people on there at our, our friends and admins as well. And I'm there. Um, as much as I can out of the summit because right now it's drawing close to the summit so I'd like to be there a lot more but yeah Planet Movement um, and and yeah I think and hope hopefully um, you know if you're listening out there you'll get lots of value from I, I personally have got lots of value from speaking to experts and I'm sure you will as well yeah and the summit is free right so you just sign up and you every day you're going to listen to three or four amazing speakers and uh so just yeah it's, it's for free which I, I think yeah. some people might have confusion how it works so yeah. yeah just join and we'll send you the access link that's all you have to do easy yeah awesome well uh thank you to you both not only for for the time but uh for doing plant fit summit i mean it's a 
there's certainly nothing else like it. I mean, you can't do anything like this at a conference or, I mean, to get these types of people from all around the world all in a short, you know, span of time where you can sit and you can watch them after the fact too, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So even if you miss like the actual you know, first time it, it, it goes live, you know, you have time to, to watch all the, I mean, it's just like a collection of experts and people that have changed their lives with this, you know, lifestyle that is like no collection, uh, you'll, you'll have access to. So, um, thank you for doing it and taking the time. I know you guys put so much effort into it and, uh, it's it's obviously we shared that mission of of getting this information to people, mm. and actually that just reminded me um, of that what I totally blanked on uh, earlier is that for me from a high level it's about giving people the information mm. right, and when it comes to living their lifestyle like that's up to them that's totally their choice and you know you you do your thing and live your life but everybody deserves to have the accurate mm. information so that when they do go to the beer hall and have a couple beers, mm. they know that it's not the best for them. Mm-hmm. Or when they, you know, have certain foods, they know the impact and um, they can decide for themselves. And I think, I think uh, that's what I like to drive home. So thank you guys for putting this together. And um, I'll certainly leave links all over this episode to, uh, to uh, sign up and all that good stuff. Perfect. Thank Thank you you so much for having us. Cool, guys. Thanks. All right.